All right. Hey guys, back on the couch today. Um, I've got Ange here joining me for today's podcast. I'll let you introduce yourself. Hey, my name's Ange, um, PT working out of Revo in Victoria Park. Um, and as you mentioned on your Instagram, I also play for Free Dockers when we're in season. Yeah, love it. Um, all right, so what do you do in ways of coaching? Like what's um, your specialty areas? Yeah, so when I first started, it was more um, about like weight loss, um, getting people just to be a bit healthier and whatnot in the gym, get them yep. some results. Now I tend to find myself working with people a little bit more on their lifestyle, um, trying to shape that as much as possible to give them a little bit more balance. Yeah. Um, a lot of the time it's like breaking down these ideas that they have where they've gathered them from like social media yeah, or kind of yeah. all the information that's so going out there. Yeah. yeah. So trying to break a few things down and just simplify it as much as possible for them. So, yeah. you know, just for the everyday person, trying to get a bit fitter, healthier, happier, um, well-rounded. Cool. Love it. And your footy background, when did you start off on that? Only two years ago. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so... Previous to that, I was playing soccer, um, and I'd played that since I was like six, so I'd gone through all the state teams and um, development squads and whatnot, yeah. and then uh, managed to get a bit of a gig at Perth Glory um, for a couple years there, before I decided just to move away from that, go more into business stuff and study and sort yeah. myself out a little bit more, um, yeah. and then I just ended up, opportunity came up with Frio uh, to try out for their rookie positions, which was super exciting, so... Managed to be uh, one of the last two standing there and was offered the rookie position in 2019. Wow, yeah. Um, and yeah, had a had a really fun um, season that first year. I managed to get a contract through to 21. So yeah, yeah taking, awesome. it, taking it as it comes. So it's been a couple of years now. Yeah, I love it. Actually, that's one of the questions that came through about your, um, uh, what I put up about the podcast was, how'd you find that transition going across from um, soccer to AFL? Yeah, it was... It is, it is called AFL for women's too, isn't it? Yes, yes yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was challenging, as you'd kind of expect, like with anything, you pick up a new skill, even if it's something in the gym or if it's something in your study, trying to learn something new, that was definitely um, challenging. And especially, you know, at a high level, it was a bit more pressure, yeah. um, if you look at it that way. But it was really, I was really lucky with my team. Had surrounded by a bunch of great girls. It's tough out there too, right? Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go hard, right? Eh? Yeah, girls go absolutely <laughs> yeah, go hard. Yeah. Um, a bit sore, a few sore bodies after a few games. Um, but no, I was really lucky with the team that we had. The girls were incredible. Um, our coaches were amazing, so it made my transition a lot easier. Yeah. The hardest part would have been... played before? No. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so my first ever game I played was with Freo, and it was against... Uh, I think it was against the state team. Um, it was just one of our warm-up games before... At like the normal season started, and yeah. then come round one, I managed to make my like debut. So, yeah, it was heck. The only footy I knew for that first year was AFLW level. So yeah, yeah, wow. it was massive. That's so cool. <laughs> it was massive. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I love like you know, one of the reasons I want to bring you on because you know you're leading the way for women in sports, and especially with AFL. Oh, like, thank it's, you so uh, much. It's really cool to see, um, you know, just someone going out there and doing transition across and um, yeah, leading the way for young women who want to do that. So yeah, and we have cool. we have so many people um, in the team and previous players that have done that as well. So you'd see a lot of ex-basketballers, netballers yeah. um, coming over. It's probably got a lot to do with the age of AFLW itself. It's quite young. a yeah. new league, yeah. um, but they're really promoting that cross-code sort of transition. But it's it's awesome. It mixes it up. Yeah, 100%. Heaps of different athletes yeah, in there. Yeah. And that, like I said, you probably found, because um, you played soccer from a young age all the way through, that you're, uh, 
I'm guessing to be in Perth Glory as well, you would have been had to have a fair amount of talent or skill behind you, skill, skill set. So did you find that transition going over to another ball sport um, a bit more familiar or? Um, I think like definitely some areas of the game from soccer helped that transition. So I was in the, I was playing centre back as a soccer player. Yeah. Um, and so you just, you're just used to reading the play in front of you and adapting to that. And I found that helped me a lot when I moved over to AFL because just slotted into the back line there and it was very similar in the way you could read the play. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, simple things like communication and yeah, working hard for your yeah. teammates. Yeah. They're all going to be transferable always. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, soccer, you use the ball on your foot. Yeah. Not too bad. I still have to get the skills up yeah. in AFL, but that's to be yeah. expected after a couple of years. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Cool. So what about your younger, young lifestyle? So you're, you, what, you say you started... Soccer at six, is that age six? Yeah, about that. Yep. Yeah. Do many other sports throughout your time? Um, yeah, a few. So I tried a bunch, touch rugby, cricket. I lasted two weeks in cricket because there wasn't enough happening <laughs> Couldn't for me. imagine yeah. you playing cricket, no, eh? Couldn't stand still long <laughs> I can imagine you playing touch rugby, though. Yeah, yeah that was fun. Yeah, it's, it's, it was really fun, eh? Yeah, yeah, super fun. And I'm Kiwi background, so... Oh, you're Kiwi, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah whereabouts so, from? Uh, North Island, Hamilton. Yeah, very um, cool. Yeah. Born over there, came over here when, we were, when I was three, family moved yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was mostly soccer because it got pretty serious around 14, 15. Yeah. Um, before that, it was just versing boys because at that age, there wasn't too many yeah, girls. Yeah. And it's a lot better now. Like, it's amazing to see how many young girls yeah. are out there playing sports now. Yeah. Um, but back then, it was just like me versus boys or a couple girls on the team. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where I got my competitiveness from and just going hard at it as well. So grateful for that time as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, so do you ever go back to New Zealand much or? Try to, try to. It's a bit harder now with work, study and COVID. But, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, all my family's over there. So when we're growing up, parents were awesome at trying to get back as much as possible every couple of years. Yeah. Um, I was actually due to go in June, July this year, had it all booked and then COVID hit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so yeah. overdue to go see the fam, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. It's, yeah. it's lovely back there. Um, yeah. Hamilton's probably more busy than everywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, Te Amiru is where my oh, okay. yeah, yeah. nan and papa's stuff live. Yeah. Um, and then some family in Auckland and then kind of scattered around North yeah. Island as well. So. Yeah, I was born in Tauranga on Bay of Plenty. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then um, I grew up most of my time on a farm in uh, on the Coromandel. Yep. Out on Tyrell, which is just a little tiny place <laughs> with like a school. I think we had like 50 students at the school. Classic. And, um, you know, just play, used to play rugby every lunchtime. Yeah, like, you know, barefoot. Yeah, barefoot, get stung by bees and... The principal would come out and like you know referee the game and it was just that's great. It was yeah. good times, eh? What made you move here? Uh, parents. So parents. I moved here when I was about fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, Sweet. yeah. So they moved over here um, for work and followed so well, you know, choice because you're fifteen. Yeah. yeah so yeah, end up over here. But um, you know, it's amazing. Like you, you think those type of opportunities um for you know for business like yourself for study and sports uh, it's not usually the sort of thing you'd get back in New Zealand like yeah. a lot of people I had um, another guy Johnny from he runs a PPS gyms and he was saying the same thing like you know where he's at over here is not something you wouldn't have been able to do back home yeah um, there's a lot of poverty a lot of people struggling back there that's exactly um, why we moved over um, yeah. mum and dad saw more opportunity here for us growing yeah. up um, it's always good going back but you go back and same people doing the same things yeah and, exactly yeah, yeah, it'd, yeah, be, it'd be tough to get similar opportunities yeah. yeah yeah like even though the country's doing well in some areas, it's like, yeah, there's still people struggling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, bringing it back to, um, you got me siblings as well that play sport? Uh, I got two older brothers, so yeah. they used to play sport and then they got into the partying and the oh, yeah. times. Um, my older brother's yeah. now playing rugby again, yeah. Adam, so he is six years older than me. Um, and he's still in Perth and my second oldest brother, Tom, he lives in Colorado now. Yeah. Wow. Um, and he does a bit of Muay Thai fighting gyms and whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, he's found his feet over there, which is nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, it's a very sporty family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mum and dad were amazing with us growing up. Obviously three kids always played Sports. sport while we're in school. Like, that was yeah. one of their like main rules. And I guess that's what we have to thank for the healthy lifestyle now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know how they did it. Running the three of us around on Saturdays, Sunday mornings. Different venues, yeah, different, different sports, games. yeah. Yeah, no, no, yeah, totally understand. And how long have you been PTing for now? Uh, damn, how long? Four, four years? Yeah, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. four-ish years, so it's been yeah. a little while now. Um, I started out straight out of studying, went into A Good Life in Myree. Uh, yes, Good Life Myree, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Used to be fitness first few years ago. Yeah, 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 I did. Um, yeah. It was still Good Life while I was there. And then I was there for about six months before I decided I want to go traveling <laughs> for six weeks. <laughs> um, so left there. Once I came back, I was kind of in and out, just doing some mobile stuff. And then um, I know Tam out at Scarborough Revo, and she pointed me in the direction of Vic Parker. Yeah. Just opening up at like as I was keen to get back into the gym, so yeah, worked out perfect well. timing, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, sort of been about two, just like two years ago though. Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's really cool. Um, and what made you get into the industry? Was that um, like just from your sporting background or? Yeah, like I, I think I was interested because I just love sport. Um, and I also knew I wanted to help people and I'm quite passionate about, you know, healthy lifestyle and the yeah. benefits it has mental, mental health wise as well. Yeah. Um, not just physically, but I was actually laboring at the time when I was studying. Yeah. Full time. Um, Scaffolding or no? <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> Just throwing them up. <laughs> yeah. Tossing them up. Yeah. Um, but I was at, I was still at Perth Glory. So I was doing that. I was laboring and then I was trying to do this study online. Yeah. Um, so I got I'll pretty, out yeah, yeah, I got pretty flat, flat out with that. Um, and my dad's a carpenter, so that's why I was doing the labouring there. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was just getting a bit bored of the same old stuff every single day. And I was like, I'm not going to be labouring for the rest of my life. Nothing against that. Yeah. But I just knew for me, uh, I needed to. People like to do that oh, day, yeah. absolutely. My body was breaking. Yeah. I was like 18. Yeah. So I can't imagine people that have been doing it their whole yeah. life. Hats off to them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just decided to do my study and then loved it. Went straight in, got some mentoring hours with a couple coaches and then, yeah, found my feet. Run yeah. my own business and haven't looked back since. Nah, yeah, looked nah. back since. Love yeah. it, love it. Um, so, what's your what's your main type of clientele? Like, just for more so for the listeners listening who yeah. want to reach out and find you. Um, what's uh, what do you what do you um, what's your main type of person that comes to you? I get I get a couple different people. So, some people are just looking to literally get healthier, get fitter, yeah, um, lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, and enjoy their training a little bit more. So they actually yeah. want to do it. It's not like they're coming in to get smashed every single session. Yeah, yeah. just to hate it. Um, and then I also get quite a few clients want to improve their strength. So do a bit of strength training, which yep. is like really sweet. I love those ones as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, push a bit harder. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So some good one-on-one clients there. And then I've got groups that are up and running, which are like max eight people at the moment. Yep. Um, and they're, you know, going a few few days a week and they're, those ladies are pumping it. Like, yeah, yeah I've seen, I've so seen well. on your Instagram, man. They go hard. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. go so hard. And it's a nice little group there now. They're like a little family. So yeah, yeah. they know when, who's going to rock up, or if one person's not coming in, they <laughs> give them a little bit of banter the next session for not coming in. Like, yeah. it's great. It's great. So, yeah, it gives yeah. that community feel. Definitely. Go out yeah. for little brunches after Saturday mornings. Yeah, yeah nah, it's good. Oh, I love it. That's really cool. Yeah, so um, yeah, do you find you get uh, attract like more of the female type clientele? Or? Yeah. yeah, I do. I think. 
I don't know if that's just because females are more inclined. You could probably have some experience in this. More inclined to go and chat to a female trainer. If you're, yeah, feel more, co- feel more comfortable. comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, once you build that relationship, as I'm yeah. sure you, like you do with all your clients, they're yeah. going to be comfortable no matter what. But exactly, yeah. I do find female clients are more likely to ask for help to begin with. Yeah. Um, and yeah, at the moment, Vic Park and Revo, our clientele's quite young. You'd be... You're similar at Claremont? Uh, older. Older. Yeah, yeah, yeah most nice. of my clients are older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's quite a younger crowd at Vic Park, and I don't yeah. know if that's like the uni is pretty close to... Yeah, I suppose it would be. Yeah, yeah that yeah. makes sense. We're yeah. pretty close to the city as well, so it's like young... A lot young... of different ethnicities through there as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, a lot of young professionals and professionals coming from to and from the city as well. So, yeah, I would say most of my clientele are females. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, do you work much for sports specifics in ways of like for other athletes, like whether like soccer players or AFL players? Yeah, I've had a couple come through um, and done awesome working with them. And it's quite, I find athletes quite seasonal. Um, yes, so, oh, yeah, pre-season, off-season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season, pre-season yeah. and whatnot. Um, I myself haven't completed my exercise sports science degree. So I yeah. tend to steer them, if they're wanting super specific stuff, I tend to steer them away to... Um, coaches that I'm like you're gonna get bomb results from these people yeah, like, yeah people and I'm know, happy to yeah. do that because I would rather give someone the best results they can get yeah, instead of just being like I'll take you on and we'll see what we can do yeah, yeah. I'd rather them absolutely like smash their preseason and yeah. generally like uh, Tammy from Scarborough is one of the ones that I'll quite often refer to because um, she was training me there for a while as well that's how I kind of got through the footy footy side of things as well so yeah I've a few people come through and I'm keen to get them going with their sport-specific stuff. But if I find it's a little bit too out of my league, more than happy to refer on to someone else. Yeah, yeah. love it. Very cool. Um, you got Sentai still at the big park? He is, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. still pumping. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a great energy in there, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, all of his yeah. fun socks that he wears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's a good dude. He um, is. Yeah, he's trained from like ages ago. Like, just used to catch up and train together. But um, yeah, no, it's good energy. Just the whole Revo gyms, just how they're like um, set up and just the... Uh, the vibe you get in each one is always a little different, but it's always that same sort of um, just good place to be. Yeah, he's such a yeah. bubble of smiles as well. He's always so happy in there. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what you want to see when you've had a really early start and then he walks in at like 9 a.m. and he's like, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Cool. So what's, uh, what's the future for you, Ange? Like, uh, where do you see yourself and like, what's your goals? Yeah, well, I recently, you know, when I first started out, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go down the strength conditioning side of things because as an athlete myself, I have a really big... Uh, appreciation for high performance coaches Um, but kind of through COVID and after seeing what high performance coaches actually have to do I don't really see myself moving into that role anymore Um, and that's why I stepped back from the uni because I was like if I'm not 100% in there I'm not going to do it it's just time out away from you yeah Yeah. exactly and I'm very much like I'm either doing it wholeheartedly and 100% or I'm not doing it at all so I was like I'm not going to waste my time and energy doing something half-assed. I'm yeah, going to yeah, decide sense. now. And yeah. so I cut back on that. Um, end goal will be to open my own gym. Yeah, love yeah, it. So yeah. really want to have like a space that's just like high energy. Um, yeah. People just want to go there. Build that and, community. Yeah, build that community, yeah. enjoy themselves. People walk in and they're like, cool, let's go. No matter what yeah. mood they're in, like just want it to be a vibe. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah that's the best thing. You know, that's why, that's why I suppose why a lot of PTs get into this, right? You, yeah. get, you get half that, like, you know, just want to, help people and they're happy doing their thing the others are like just want to create my own you know my own environment my own community and that's that's what you're building for your classes and your clientele and yeah. that's awesome i love it absolutely love it um in ways of uh sports like where do you see yourself for with footy going forward 
Yeah, well, depends. I guess it depends on how the body holds up. Hey, yeah. how old are um, you now? I'm 23. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So young. Still young, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, in grand yeah. scheme, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so I definitely see myself playing footy for as long as I possibly can. Um, pretty lucky with where I'm at with Frio at the moment. They're a great club and we've got a top, top-notch culture at the moment. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I see myself hanging on there for as long as possible, um, as long as I can keep learning and keep growing and getting better. Yeah, absolutely. Course, yeah. I don't have any other kind of desire to try any other sports at the moment with the lack of time, pretty much. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can imagine. Yeah. Um, I think uh, your, your partner plays footy as well? Is yeah, right? she plays uh, Perth Glory. Yeah, wow. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so soccer. Yeah, soccer. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you guys give, give each other a bit of banter about that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're, um, it gets kind of hard during season because we run about the same time. So uh, my season is from November pre-season through to end of april pretty much their season usually would have started by now um just with covid it's not so a bit more time to spend together now which is nice um but otherwise it's literally like she'll be working a normal hours 10 hour days and then we'll go to training until 9 p.m so it's pretty much high and by at night yeah um so it gets a bit tough but yeah we definitely push each other she's um extreme motivation of mine and super inspiring so i love it that's so good what's she do she is actually working out at Bandy Up Women's Prison at the moment. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. she was working as a sports coordinator, sports team coordinator yep. um, before that, and then COVID hit, so she had to kind of redirect her path. Yeah, of course. A yeah. little bit, but she's yeah. just, um, she's a rec officer out there, so she yeah. keeps them nice and fit in there and yeah, busy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's so cool. So soccer player, uh, footy player, yeah. and make a perfect match. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. And the fact that you're both women um, representing sport, and you know, being the being the front of like top teams for women's sports is just that's so awesome. Little power couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's awesome. She's awesome. <laughs> nah, I love it. In ways, your um, nutri- uh, sorry, if we bring back around to training and nutrition, like what's some of your um beliefs and um your the things you use for your clients and ways around training and nutrition? Yeah, well, it gets it's funny to try and separate athlete mindset. Oh yeah coach mindset sometimes yeah, like, like that, oh, top one percent everything yeah, yeah yeah so sometimes you get caught up in it and it's like hang on i know how serious i take my goals yeah sometimes it's like i need to take a step back and just remember that there is more to life and there's you need balance um and that's literally what i'm trying to give back to people is to get them to understand that and so it's it's hard to kind of be like i know how seriously you can take your goals mm. but i need to find a way to make you uh, want to reach your goals as well, find yeah. your purpose, because that's pretty much what it comes down to is if you've got a reason to be working towards a goal and you've got, you found your why and you found your purpose, you're going to do what you can to, to get there. You've just got to find that link. Yeah. Because if it's like, I don't know why I'm working out, then obviously you're not going to put in 100%. No, no. And I'm the same. If I'm like, I've got no goal, I've struggled. Yeah. I struggle hard to train well. Yeah. Um, I know through COVID, it was so hard for me to stay focused because we'd just come out of season. Um, we weren't in the gyms anymore, and so I was like, oh, I actually feel a little bit lost. So I think yeah. one of my main things is making sure that I'm doing things for the right reason. Try and get my Having clients to... Why, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Try and get my clients to, to find their own reason. I'm not going to put that reason in their mind. So just a really good discussion and get down to their roots and find out why actually they want to be doing something. Yes, yeah. Um, there's a lot of power in that, I think. 100%, yeah, yeah. really, really true. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm also the type of person that... Like I said before, I'm 100% in or I'm 100% out. Trying to get people to understand that I'm not, you know, I'll give them everything I can, but yeah. they're going to need to give 
what they can as well. Yeah. To get yeah. there. Um, so yeah, they're probably the two main ones. Love it. Yeah, really cool. Um, in ways of structuring, like, uh, how you work with, I don't know if this is something you want to talk about, but um, talking about nutrition with clients, yeah. is it something you touch on or help them with as well? To be honest, I don't touch on it too much just because, I don't, again, I don't have um, the education yeah. plan yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm happy to refer out to nutritionists. Yeah. I do have a conversation when we first start training and touching base with them, making sure that they're eating consistently. Yeah. Um, That's a big thing, just people not eating yeah, enough. Yeah, the amount yeah. of people I see that come through and don't eat breakfast or skip lunch and then they're like, but I have a really big dinner. I'm like, that's not the point here. <laughs> um, yeah. so just a really quite popular with females, isn't it? Yes. So, yeah. yeah, and it's like people are quite busy now as well and it's understandable that if we're not prepared, we're not going to eat well. But it's also like take a meal over a coffee. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. yeah, in the morning. Yeah, like, it has don't much just... more effect on the body, like, yeah. positive-wise. Yeah. Definitely. Don't just run out the door super late, stressed, and then grab a coffee on your way in, and it's just going to increase your anxiety for the day. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> have a decent meal and set yourself up right. So, yeah, the conversation I have will be eat consistently, um, fuel your body as well as you can, eat wholesome food. Yeah, love it. Yeah, so just yeah. super basic. Again, keep it really simple for them, not overcomplicate it. And then if yeah. people do need... More than that, if they need the super structured meal, yeah. refer on out. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Love it. Um, in ways of uh, training, like what's the, what's your beliefs around training? Training? Yeah. For my clients? Yeah, yeah. yeah, not, yeah. not for the athlete. athlete yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, I just say to them, let's enjoy it. Yeah. Get what you can, as much as you can out of your sessions each time. Obviously, we're going to have bad days. We're going to have good days. Um, again, it comes down to communication. So yeah. if they're having a bad day, let me know. I'm not going to you know, make you have this session that you don't feel like doing. It'll come, there'll come time for that, don't worry. But yeah. more communication there can be, the better we can adjust and monitor your loads. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they know if they show up, they're going to put the work in. Um, we're going to get yeah. the results out. Yeah, no, yeah, I love it. That's really, really cool. Um, and for people trying to find you, like where's the best place for them to find you? Um, find me on Instagram is probably the best one. Yeah. Um, it's a great tool now, isn't it? It is, yeah. it is. It's good. I need to get better at it though. Yeah. I find social media stuff like, <laughs> <laughs> grind a grind honestly um but yeah and standard underscore pt that's the best place to go have a look at what we're getting up to in there um yeah. mostly stories on there at the moment just try and show you all the energy that we have in yeah sessions. That's, i love that that's why like i'm very particular who i follow and you're one of the people i follow because I, I love the energy you have on your when you're feeding your stories yeah, yeah yeah and the clients bring so much to the sessions as well so they're awesome yeah, yeah it, really, it really does make it, doesn't it? It really does make a business and help us um, as PTs be who we are. It does, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they get friends involved and they're following on social media and it's like one big web. So yeah. that's the best part, yeah. Yeah, no, I love it. Really, really cool. Um, let's bring it back around into uh, footy again. Yeah. So with footy, like, what do you see the next step for you? Is that just continue growing that awareness of women in sport and just um, um, sharpening your skills in the AFL? Yeah, definitely. So at the moment, like last two years, obviously being new to the sport itself, um, it was probably me trying to grow my confidence by improving my skills. Um, I've had a, a decent couple of seasons now where I feel quite respected by my teammates and I feel really confident that they trust me. Um, and that's kind of allowed my you know communication and my leadership skills to, to come out. Um, so I just, I see myself becoming uh, a more confident leader in the team. Yeah. Um, more in the sense that if we're doing something on field and we need leadership on field, that's where I see a lot of value yes. um, coming yeah. through. So 
not so much being like, oh, I want to be this person or I want to be this leader. It's literally just like I want to help my team as best I can to get a flag. We want a premiership. Yeah. And I can say it because I know how to turn my teammates on. And if, if anyone listens to this, they'll be like, yes, yeah, that's yeah. what we want. That's why we play. <laughs> exactly. Um, but footy itself, I just want to be a sponge there because, again, I'm so new. So not be afraid to make mistakes. Learn from them. Ask questions. Yeah. Because it gets very easy I feel like as we get older, it's harder to make mistakes and be okay with it because you're kind of expected to know your shit. Yeah. Um, so just stay really open-minded and continue to learn as much as I can because uh, like, like anything, that's where you're going to get the most out of it, I think. Exactly. I've still got so much room to grow with footy, so yep. it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Um, that's a really good point you talk about there, touching on uh, learning from mistakes. Do you find that something that you have to help educate your clients on and... About. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, especially when we're talking about, you know, lifestyle stuff, people come in and I'm like, if you feel like you've had a bad day, you've eaten crap or you've had a big weekend and you don't feel like training, I'm like, I'm not here to give you a lecture, first of all. I'm not your mum. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I'm not going to give you a lecture. <laughs> Be honest with me so then I can at least check in with you a little bit more and we know how to take steps forward to kind of move past it. We're not going to get stuck in a rut. We're just going to yes. wipe it clean and move on. Yeah. Do what you can to control what we can the next week, you know? So, yeah. yeah. Learn from your mistakes. That comes from self-awareness as well, though. Yeah, that's true. And self-honesty um, as well. Be yeah. honest with yourself. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So, Sometimes you can just keep making the same mistake and you just don't, you're not, you're not admitting it. You just yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And if you kind of don't take that time to reflect on it, you're never going to be aware of what it is that you're actually making a mistake with. Yeah. You're just going to see the negative outcome and be like, oh, well, this sucks. Yeah. You're never going to take any learning points from it. So, yeah, it's always good to have those sessions with clients where you check in and you're like, all right, what have we done well? What can we do better? Um, because otherwise, you know, you just get X amount of weeks down the track and nothing's changed. And they're like, I don't know why anything's changed. And I'm like, well, this and this and this and this. This is why nothing's changed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I get the same thing with clients. Um, I, was, I was speaking about with Mandy, who you met just before, right, is you get this clientele that will come through. You get two types, right? You get the people that will just do what you say, Trust the process. You have people that are like, no, this this is the one way I do things and this is the way it works. Um, can you help me? Yeah. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah. you, want, you want me to help you do what you're doing that's not working? <laughs> because <laughs> it's it, comfortable? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that why? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> reason, like, that's what it comes down to, right? They're comfortable doing that or they just so wholeheartedly believe in that one method or that one diet plan or that one training regime um, that as soon as you change it, they freak out. And, um, you know, and that's... I've said this before on previous podcasts, but it's one of the reasons why I mark myself as a strength coach because, you know, when you're pushing for certain levels of strength, right, you you got you learn to be really humble because there's times where you're going to learn how to have to, how, how to fail because uh, things are going to be too heavy. Yep. Uh, there's times when your body hates you and doesn't want to work. <laughs> there's times where the weight you lifted last week won't move at all. Um, and that's just part of the process of learning how to fail, right? Yeah. Um, the more you can fail and learn from it, the more skills you have. Definitely. Yeah. And there's a lot to be built from those failures as well. Like if we, if we just went through and everything was super easy, you'd never learn anything. It might be fun for then, but if you're not failing, you're not pushing yourself far enough, I don't think. Yeah. You're not pushing it too far out of that comfort zone. Yeah. To actually change anything. Yeah. You're just staying in there really comfortable Still winning at your little wins. Yeah, you've yeah. always won at, yeah. but nothing's changing. Exactly. Yeah. And like, you know, yourself uh, on a much bigger scale, you'll, you'll know the difference between going from uh, going from being uh, an elite athlete or something to being a complete beginner again. 
um, that's the, you know that's something a lot of people struggle with. That was massive, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, like a lot of people really struggle with the fact that they have to learn new concepts or they have to learn new methods or they have yep. to just learn just learn everything again. Um, and that's why I try to preach to people is you know just be be an open book, take everything with a little bit of grain of salt, and just find the bits that work best for you, and that's how we get your whole everything else absolutely everyone's so different so everyone's going to adapt differently to training and it's okay that what you do is not going to work the same for the next person just like what that person you've seen on social media does may not work for you (laughs) you know so yeah yeah, it's so important to find that individuality with them um but again it takes you know it takes a few weeks and people sometimes aren't willing to be patient with the process as well like you were saying you get those people that just trust the process and some people that aren't too sure still and it's like if we stick at this you're gonna be long good. enough yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. And, you know you usually get people that have been trying the same thing for a few years yeah they're like oh i've tried everything i'm like okay give me 20 things you've tried they're like okay well i've tried three things time and time again <laughs> that didn't work <laughs> and i keep reverting back yeah. damn it <laughs> yeah like, i just keep going through the same three stupid things that aren't working and like, i don't know why it's not working i'm like okay let's Let's add something new. Yeah. Like, no, I swear I've tried. I'm like, have you tried this? I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Please explain. <laughs> yeah. Tell me how to do it. Let's go. Yeah. So that's like, yeah, it's, it's interesting. You have those type of conversations because, yeah, you get, you just get those type of people that uh, just really struggle with change or really struggle with failure. Yeah. Um, and learning new processes. But, um, yeah, it helps as a coach uh, like yourself, for example, who's gone through that process. Look, you know, I was a, I was a freaking top soccer player and then I was a beginner AFL player it's okay to change it's okay to try something new yeah yeah and it's okay to not be great at something straight away as yeah well. because that's what skill is that's what repetition of doing something is it's yeah. learning how to do something new or learn how to do something again and um, yeah. just constantly honing in that skill I think that's why it's so important to actually enjoy the process yes. of getting yeah. to wherever it is and they want to be um, yeah because otherwise you get there and it's like, oh, this wasn't really all it kind of was worked up to be. Yeah. And also because that process could be long. That could be a long time for you to be doing something. And if you're not enjoying it, you're not going to get as good of results anyways. Yeah. So that's half the time what I focus on with my members will be, you know, just finding what they actually enjoy to do in the gym, making sure it's going to work for their goals. (laughs) And then you tend to find the results are so much better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Very, very true. I love that. Like, if you're not enjoying it, there's a good chance you won't do it. Yeah. Like, as a way as a compliancy with clients, Absolutely. right? And, you know, yourself, if you're doing something you don't enjoy, you know, you just, you're not going to put, and again, like, you're a person who's going to go all out or nothing. Yeah. But you get people that will do the half house job and they're like, oh, I don't know why I don't look like that person. Like, well, they did all of the 100%, you did 50%. It kind of makes sense which result you're going to get, right? So, yeah, yeah you always you always get those two crossovers as well, like um, with different people. Yeah. Yeah. I actually enjoy those hard conversations that, yeah. that you've got to have with people because I'm like, when that light bulb switches, that's when you're going to see some good stuff start Exactly. Happening. And it's yeah. so rewarding to be able to see someone go through that, like, behavioral transition where they're like, yeah. okay, now let's Why go. am I not doing this? Yeah. Like, well, you've been doing this and you haven't been doing this or that or that. What do you expect? They're like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I love it. Um, yeah, another thing I was going to bring up too, 
how big are you on like uh, your mobility and um, things like that for clientele? Because obviously for you, like, you know, being flexible uh, in ways of just your body function and movement yeah. for your sport is so important. Is that something you bring across for your clients as well? Look, I should be a lot more disciplined with it than what I am as yeah. well. <laughs> <laughs> um, for my clients, always before a session. So when they first come in, we do a full appraisal and physical assessment. I'll check yeah. out kind of what areas they need to be more mobile in. Um, and that's what I'll build into their programs. Um, and I tell them if you're going to like, this is what you're going to do before your session. We're not going to focus too heavily on it during your session if that's not your goals. Yes, yeah. Um, so they'll come in, get through their mobility activation stuff, and then we'll be able to be like 45 minutes straight doing what we need to do. Um, so it definitely depends on how seriously they take it yes. as well. So I put yeah. a bit of responsibility on them because I think that's some of the process as well is I'm not going to be there holding your hand forever. And neither is any other coach. And yeah, I wouldn't exactly. want that for you. I wouldn't want yeah. you to be dependent on a trainer to be there for you to have to do some work. Yeah. Um, so slowly, you know, they'll get, they get used to coming in early, doing their own thing. And that's how they grow their confidence as well, I find. Yeah. So even just becoming more comfortable walking into the gym on their own, doing their thing is going to help them so much more in the long run. Um, so mobility, definitely, to get back to your question. Yeah, yeah, that's all right, yeah. <laughs> important part of their program, yeah. yeah. So make sure that they're doing it beforehand. Um, People, some people need specific stuff, and if they're in groups, that's when I'll pull them aside and I'll say, "Look, come, let's do a session. We'll work on yeah, this, like and then you know exactly what to focus on." That squatting way. properly, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, Ooh, that doesn't look Absolutely, good. yeah. And yeah. you find even after one session of working on uh, hip mobility or ankle mobility, and how much better their squat is, and it's so good to see them actually get into yeah. a nice position. Um, so yeah, I find one-on-one clients love seeing that. Group yeah. stuff, it gets a little bit challenging when you are yeah, trying you to manage eight, eight people. Eight to ten people in a room, yeah. you're like, all uh, right, which one am I going to choose? Yes. Yeah. On the PA, yeah. get the microphone out. Everybody together now. <laughs> Love it. Um, no, it's, it's a really important thing. Like, you know, it, when it comes down to longevity and, you know, if you want people to be trained as a lifestyle factor, they're going to move well. And um, you said you get a lot of young clientele, so you might not get it as frequently, but like for myself, you get a lot of... People who have been sitting at a desk for the last like 30 years mm-hmm. and they're just so, their bodies are just so stuck in a position and it takes, and they're like, oh, why can't I be fixed in like, you know, eight weeks? I'm like, well, you've been sitting down for 30 years. It's probably going to take a few more years yeah. to get mobile. So let's just take it one minute at a time. Yeah. There's no, there's no real quick fix to any of that. Yeah. And yeah. the satisfaction of them coming in and being like, whoa, putting on my shoes is so much easier now. I'm yeah, like, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And that's, see, that's measurable progress. And I think. You know, with, um, especially with social media these days, you see so much uh, people doing incredible things and you're like, oh, you, you, you forget about, or people like that, even myself, like, you forget about the little progresses, little progress or little things you make. Celebrate um, little wins, yeah. Yeah, all those little wins that yeah. make the bigger picture move better or like, you know, makes your day better. Definitely. Makes your life better. Yeah, yeah it's so important that that point, celebrate your little wins. Um, I know we say it all the time at Frio. Um, whether it's a moment in a game or a shepherd you see, yeah. but you can definitely take that through to everyday life and just training in the gym and no matter what your goals are, like if you just, again, it's like enjoying the process. If you just wait till that last big goal to celebrate, how much time have you gone through? Wasted. Wasted. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, yeah. You know, there's a really good saying. It's like, you know, the it's never about the end. It's always about the journey. Yeah. And if you're going through every step every day and join it, like the whole process is just, it's not, even though it, it will still take work, it's not as much work as if you're just grinding and hating and grinding and hating it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I think, like personally, when I was at Glory, that's 
that's a lot of what that was for me. So kind of got to glory and I wasn't happy with, like I put the jersey on and I was like, cool, I've done this now. But the process of it, the couple of years I was training there, um, for me personally, and the team was amazing, but for me personally, I, I didn't have, um, I wasn't the most confident uh, player and the most confident version of myself that I was and there's quite a lot of self-doubt going through my head at the time so it kind of just made that journey so much harder um, so then I finally guess I reached that point where I debuted and I was like amazing but it just didn't feel as like wholesome didn't feel you yeah as yeah. wholesome as I thought it would and so that's kind of the biggest difference that I found when I went over to footy is the journey itself was amazing because I was surrounded by great people great culture um, I'd enjoyed the smaller moments, the little wins. So when we debuted and every minute I pull on that jumper, it's like, it's so satisfying. It's, it's yeah, it's wholesome. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you have to go through that. Even like, you know, I talk about this with clients going through bad relationships. I'm not a therapist by or counselor or you know anything like yeah. that. But you find when you're just, when you got really, as a personal trainer, you end up talking to your clients. If you get them for a year or two or three or four you know a lot about their absolutely. life, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> you're like, they're like, oh, I've been in this relationship and it's not working, but uh, I've been in it for four years, so I don't know if I should quit. I'm like, it's your life. Like, yeah. You can literally do whatever you want. There's yeah. no rules to what you should or shouldn't do. And that's, a you know, on a sporting side, that's such an example. You got, you spent, because uh, you would have been, I'm guessing, was that 19? Yeah, about that, 18, yeah, 19. Glory, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so from um, 12 years of soccer... 12 years? Yeah, about, about that. Yeah, about... Yeah, must have been. 12 years of soccer. And That's crazy goal. when you say that. 12 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 12 years of playing soccer and you put on, you reach that goal that you've, you know, you've been fighting for and you're like, well, this sucks. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, all right, try and, try and, try and try something new. But, you know, that takes courage, right? It's, it's not something... Yeah, that was the hardest decision. One of the hardest decisions I've had to make was walking away from soccer mm. because I'd spent so long working towards it for me to then step away, it wasn't just, oh, I was letting myself down a little bit. I felt like I was letting down my family, my parents, because up to that point, without their support, I wouldn't have been able to go to all these trainings and away to all these tournaments. So I felt like I was letting down a lot a lot more people than just myself. Um, and also, I didn't want to look at it like the last 12 years had been wasted. But that's kind of where I had to change the way I was looking at it. It's like, well, the last 12 years has got me exactly where I am right now. Um, I was so proud of the achievement to, to play for Glory as it yeah. was. Um, and it's kind of, it made me the person I was, so there were absolutely no regrets when I decided to finally walk away. And, and when I did, I was extremely relieved, so I knew I had made the right decision. Yeah. Um, and I'm also the type of person, I'm not going to regret things once I've, once on I've done them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't hang on to them. I just take the learning points from them if I need, celebrate the wins, and on to the next. Yeah. So it was a really tough decision, but again, one that was necessary for me to get to where I'm at now. And yeah, yeah. you could translate some of your skills across, which is so awesome. Yeah. 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 There's not a lot of sports where you can do that. So the fact that you can is just, that's wicked. Yeah, Yeah. exactly right. So yeah, nah, so much learned through that and amazing experience. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Was your partner playing for Perth Glory when you were, or was this after you guys? Strangely, yes, actually. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Before you guys like met. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah before we properly like actually connected but yeah, it was yeah. like oh she came in my second season when I was there um and she grew up in Margaret River and had okay, made her yeah. way through the system the soccer pathway completely different way to what I had yeah and then she's still playing there she's actually captain now which is wow. awesome yeah that's, so that's pretty she's cool she's doing yeah. really really well 
Um, but yeah, we were playing at the same time, but it wasn't like we really knew each other well enough yet. Yeah, and then it wasn't once you till... stepped away from that. Yeah. It's cool how things like that happen. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it was kind of like we were both just had our head down trying to put the work in. Grind, it yeah. wasn't like we're enjoying the process. Yeah, yeah, it might yeah. have been totally different if we were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Like sometimes stepping away from something that can mean the world to you at another point in your time in life can bring you more happiness outside of that yeah like, you know what I mean like, definitely it's, it's really cool and again it comes yeah. back to like priorities and how much time you have in your week and I just found out I was able to give so much more to other areas um after I stepped away from soccer because it took up so much time yeah um that I just had so like? much pardon what was your training schedule like soccer soccer was every night pretty much um wow. yeah. you get there 4.35 and then finished around 8, 8.30. Jeez, yeah. yeah. So it was pretty pretty crazy. And then if you're in season, if you're traveling, you would obviously be traveling over the weekend as well. So And that was yeah. for six months of the year, whereas AFLW's just about five. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a little bit of a shorter season. Perth Glory is obviously, that's a plain national. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. Perth Glory still travel. They've got all the same teams as the men, I think, except for Wellington Phoenix. So Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Similar, very similar um, structure. But again, COVID's kind of thrown everything up in the air, so yeah, we'll have course. to see, yeah. Yeah, see what happens, yeah. yeah. And same with um, the uh, AFL as well, so that, that travel, you guys travel all around. Sorry, <laughs> ladies travel all around as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I find AFL... At Frio, our programs are, are quite well managed, so they really look after us, make sure we're not overtraining and whatnot. So yeah. our average week would be um, a Monday would be like a gym session um, with the team. Tuesday, Wednesday, our main sessions during the week. No, Tuesday, you're challenging <laughs> me now. Tuesday, Thursday, main yep. sessions, and yep, a Saturday morning um, as well, and that's in pre-season. Then you kind of get into season, and it's like you're traveling every second week. You've got a game every weekend. Monday's recovery, little yeah. gym, all Tuesday, over the show. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of all over the place. So yeah. it does get a lot. Like you've got to be able to manage it. Especially when your partner's in Perth, Gory, and she's traveling too. Yeah, so exactly. Like walking through, you're like high five, goodbye. Yeah, yeah, great work, yeah. good job. <laughs> Have you done the washing? <laughs> Who's cooking tonight? <laughs> what are we eating? Yeah, yeah it's kind of reached like too tired. For this. Yeah, literally, <laughs> it gets pretty crazy. But that's probably another thing is it's given me really good time management skills just because you literally sometimes you're like i've got an hour to do this i need to get it done <laughs> yeah uh, do you find like um business wise is that something like um time management you you're constantly juggling yeah it gets yeah. it gets challenging um in season especially my clients and members are incredible with it they're so so good about it um and i'll always try as little as possible to inconvenience them yeah um but it does get tough when you've got like early start, say we're starting at five, up at quarter past four to be ready, um, busy the whole morning until 10, 30, 11, and then mid break like you would usually, into maybe a couple in the afternoon and then training from 4.30 until 8.30 when you get home, Yeah. 9 p.m. So it makes for a really long day. Yeah. Um, but I find the busier I am, the more productive and efficient I am with my time. Yeah, 100%. Because it's like, I don't have any room to move here, <laughs> so yeah. I need to be organized. <laughs> yeah, 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 you can't spend too long doing just one thing. Yeah. You, just, you can't procrastinate. Yeah, yeah. but no, I'm very, extremely lucky um, in the sense, and I'm always super open with my clients. I'm like, look, we've got this game, this time, this place. We're going to have to move our session here or here, but I'm, yeah, I'm very lucky with how flexible my clients can be yeah. throughout season and appreciate that a lot yeah, yeah. No, that's so cool and like you know, there is a saying that goes around that is uh you are who you attract and 
generally you type clientele are going to be people that are going to be you know similar to you in the way it's going to be hard working and they understanding or supportive more so of what you do yeah absolutely cool. they are yeah super yeah. hard working sometimes I'm like whoa you guys are smashing it this week I need to be better as well yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh mate I look at some of my clients I'm like I wish I was training me like I'm training you. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I want to train that hard. Yep, definitely. When they start lifting more than me, I'm yeah. like, oh no, here we go. Step it up. Yeah, I know, right? I was doing something. It's awesome like, though. Yeah, it really does give you a good sense of like, in ways of giving back, this industry just opens that up so much. And yeah. It just allows you to be you and allows you to be, um, you know, just, just reach out and help people. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, let's finish it off with um, what's some advice for new PTs, PTs that you have and um, what you'd recommend they do? Yeah, well, I guess like anything, when you're going into something <clears throat> brand new, I would say just be a sponge. Like I've said, I've been with footy. Yep. Um, ask questions. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to not to know everything. Um, but that's the best part is there's so much opportunity and room for growth. Um, so get yourself a really good mentor. That's say, so true, yeah. That's a big one. Um, yeah. Both in the gym, but also business stuff. If you're not mm. sure of how to actually run a business, that was yeah. probably the hardest thing to get my head around when I first started. Yeah, yeah. Um, lots to learn there as well. You're going to make mistakes and that's all right. Um, so probably get yourself a good mentor. Um, ask the guys in your gym that have been working there. Lots of questions. I find PT can seem like a really isolated job at times if you make it that way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, reach out to other coaches and, and find what works well for them and find how to just improve your business, but also your service as well. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Probably the more important message, but um, for young ladies or young women listening who uh, feel like they're stuck in what they're doing and want to change or don't want to let people down, because I suppose that's a big thing for females is they, you know, they're just generally more caring um, and they worry a bit more about what other people people who love them or care yeah. think, like you know what I mean so they yeah. don't want to let people down um, what's your message to them who want to change sports or like um, move on move on from anything yeah. that's a big one um, yeah just from anything yeah yeah I would say take a step back and just make sure you're doing things for the right reasons yeah um, doing things for other people will get you so far but at the end of the day if you're not happy doing what you're doing it's probably time to move on and find something you are happy to because life's way too short I'm pretty young to be saying that, but I'm very much, if you're not passionate about it, find something you are passionate. You're obviously going to have the jobs that you just need to do. And there's always going to be those jobs that you need to grind out. But at the end of the day, if you're not enjoying it, time to move on. And it's hard to take that step sometimes. Um, but the people that love you and the people that support you will support you throughout that change as well. And they'll stick around. And if they don't, maybe they weren't meant to. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's so true. Ange, thank you so much for coming on. No worries. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Cheers.